Today, um, we'll talk about the pranayama practice. You know that it gives us enormous physical benefits and also mental and energetic benefits. Pranayama improves the capacity of our lungs, increasing our capacity to breathe. Of course, it also contributes to a better oxygenation of the blood and of the whole body. Pranayama, um, well, prana is like saying breath or breathing, while the word yama is translated as regulation. Thus, pranayama means control or mastery of something, in this case of air, wind outside and wind inside. So pranayama is the science or the art that teaches the group or the combination of techniques to be able to control our breathing, controlling the air and the energy through prana, dividing the air throughout the body, throughout the whole body. <laughs> Pranayama is the expansion of vital energy. And not only in your body, not only in the cosmos, but also in your past lives, in your past bodies, in your karma. Having this karma in front of you, that is what helps you to develop as an expert yogi, an expert yogini who is an expert in cultivating, cultivating yourself, learning from your past, projecting and creating your future. Okay? All of this is also pranayama. It is not only the technique that you practice. Um... The breath is the silence that listens to everything between the physical body and the mind. It's the distribution of prana inside the body. It relaxes the mental activity and like this, when the breathing is done, more slowly and more deeply, then the mind relaxes too. Because it's the vital energy that we get through the breathing which nourishes the generation of thoughts in our mind. Okay, so we can say that the general aim of pranayama is to control prana by regulating the rhythm of our breath.
We're going to call this the control of the air or the control of the wind, which is the key to all pranayamas. It's the master pranayama, the wind pranayama. And through this control of prana, of prana, calming down our mind is going to make our time a little bit more productive inside of us, more productive for our mind, for our clarity, our mental clarity. And it's going to help you realize where you are now at this moment and consequently where you are heading, where you're going. So pranayama means many things. But let's talk about the practice. Because when I start talking, since we do not have so much time, I'd rather speak more about the technique or about the practice today. Okay? So this pranayama that I am going to share with you today is one of the most complex ones. And when you can master it, you will realize that you can master it, but that the pranayama can control you too. So uh, in a way, it's like going back and forth. At the beginning, you are going to take the pranayama, but afterwards the pranayama is going to take you and it is going to do something very different out of the whole of the practice with time. So the first thing that we have to know is that when we start oxygenating ourselves uh, rhythmically and fast, paying all the attention to what we are doing, then our body starts heating up. Then we are not only going to exhale the old air that we have accumulated in our body, but we are also going to get rid of toxins from the body through the air that we exhale. Okay? So... Let us start with the first part of the pranayama and with what I'm going to be telling you today, okay? But remember that pranayama has many different parts to it and it's not only the breathing practice, the technique, the breath. In a few years, pranayama is going to be a different thing because it is going to keep developing inside of you and then you will affect your karma. But that's another story. So today we're only going to talk about the technique, not about the pranayama as such, but about the breathing technique, which is going to take you eventually to the master pranayama when you're ready. The first thing that we're going to do is inhale, taking air deeply to the area 
of the diaphragm. Notice that when the air enters the organ this way, the organ swells like this. And it has this movement, a movement of expansion. The air, the air, enters the diaphragm like this. It inflates the organ and then you're going to push downward with it. Like this. Look. Well, this is just to start getting in touch with the inner movement and the relationship between the air and the body, the transformation of the oxygen, the information that is contained in the oxygen, and what occurs with the information inside the body. As we do this, many things are happening at the same time, when we inhale and when we exhale. Then, let us continue. Look. We're going to divide the air. We're going to do our practice in three parts, right? The first one is going to be very slow and the movement is only going to be diaphragmatic. Any movement in other parts of the body is going to be very obvious. So all your attention and all your concentration and all your energy and all your love are only going to be here in the diaphragm, right? Look. Everything happens here. When you let go of the air, it has to fall heavily, almost as if touching the ground, right? Look. This is the first tempo for this first exercise of the diaphragm. Look.
the second tempo. You're going to continue swelling or inflating your diaphragm with air. But when you're going to push downward, the abdomen is going to move forward and not sideways. Forward. So the movement is going to be like this. Right? The movement is going to be like this. So then now the air is divided between the diaphragm and the movement. Can you see the difference? Can you see the difference between this movement and this movement? This one comes from further up and this one only from below. Now you have to divide your mind into these two organs, right? Abdomen and diaphragm. The timing is going to be faster at this speed. You inhale only once and you let go of the air slowly and steadily, dividing it. The air reaches the diaphragm and when you let it go, your abdomen is going to help you to be able to divide the air and to exhale it this way. The third tempo is going to be a movement just of the abdomen. Okay, from now on, all your attention, all your attention is going to be placed on the abdomen, on the center of your body, which is where you are heading. All your connections leave from this area of the body. All the energy is projected from here, right? It's our center. Now, the speed is going to be a bit faster. The movement is going to be only abdominal. The diaphragm is not going to be uh, participating now. Now you're going to inflate this area with air and here comes the division of the air without the participation of the diaphragm, right? It's worth mentioning that as you keep releasing the air and the faster you do so, you'll have to make less pressure because if you apply the same kind of pressure that you did before 
when the movements were slower and the pressure was bigger, you won't be able to divide the air into shorter bits like we are going to be doing now. Okay? So, the air pressure has to be less and by doing so, you'll be able to divide the air much better when it comes out. So, let's go. Abdominal movement. Abdominal movement. You can see that we are changing the speed, the tempo. In the three tempos, when doing this practice, you'll have to try to cut the air the best possible way, as if cutting it with scissors, and you'll have to be very present with what you're doing, right? You'll have to think about what you're doing so that your body will be able to follow your mind, right? Otherwise, it would be too difficult for the mind to follow the movement of the body. It has to be the other way around for, for the time being, at least. But when the breathing is carried out naturally, then the mind and the body are going to go together. But for now, the body is going to follow the mind. That's why we have to think during our practice, right? When the technique stops being a practice, then it becomes pranayama. Fine. So, I'll do the three tempos, the three speeds, right? The first one, diaphragm, and the air falls heavily to the ground. The second one is a bit faster, diaphragm, and movement, right? Also of the abdomen. Okay. Remember that you have to do this movement at the same time. And then you take the air to the abdomen and you release it from here. Okay. You have to make another type of pressure, which is different. It's weaker, with less pressure, so that you'll be able to divide the air. Let's go. Number two.
Number three. This is the first practice that you will have to do, at least for a week. Well, I'm just giving you an introduction to, to what I call the wind pranayama, right? But it's many things at the same time. You should do this for one week. Once you're able to feel, to perceive your diaphragm, your abdomen, and how you divide the air, how the air enters your body and how it transforms, how it calms down and clarifies your mind a bit and relaxes you before your meditation. After this week, you go on with this other practice that I'm going to give you now. Do not do everything together because you're not going to benefit from it. After one week, you will do this practice. You will do exactly the same. This time, not taking the air to the center of your body, but taking it to the left side of your body, right? To your stomach. That's where you'll take the air. And you'll follow the three tempos exactly like before but taking the air to the stomach. Look, you're already familiar with the three tempos and the movement of the organs. And the only thing that changes now is the impulse and the direction of the air, which will end up here, right? And the exhalation occurs naturally. Look. Stomach, I'll do it again, I've done it a bit too fast, it should be done slower, a bit slower, look. Okay, so once you 
you are able to perceive the movement of the diaphragm, the movement, the movement of the abdomen, right? Once you're able to perceive how they can all work together, but also independently from each other, feeling how you take the air to the center of your body, once you are in this place, you'll start taking the air to the sides of your body, first to the stomach and then to the liver, right? First to the left, then to the right, okay? Then you're, you're already familiar with the tempos. You're already familiar with the movement of the diaphragm in the first tempo. You also know the movement of the diaphragm and the abdomen in the second tempo and only the movement of the diaphragm in the third tempo. We're going to do exactly the same, but we're going to take the air to the stomach and do not go on to the liver until you master this one, okay? Number one then, we direct the air to this point. The second tempo, here. T third tempo, here. Once you master this, you go to the liver on your right side and you do the first tempo, heavy and slow. Second tempo. Third tempo. Once 
you must, once you manage to do all of these tempos in the middle, to the left, to the right, after, after several weeks, or maybe a bit more than several weeks, you'll start to do these breaths without thinking about the division of the air. What does this mean? Even if today you're able to do this, you will have to practice all the previous wind stages of this technique anyway. Because you will have to divide the air very well so that when you enter the pranayama in the future, you'll be able to hit properly the organs that you're going to clean. And also because you'll have to become familiar with the movements of the organs a bit more, right? Once everything is under control in its place, uh -huh. The next step is doing exactly the same, but without thinking about it. That's when you will be getting closer to the technique. All right? And once you've reached the mastery of the technique, there is nothing else left but starting with pranayama. But it takes a long time to reach this point. Meanwhile, we continue perfectly with the technique. So, there'll come a point when you do the practice without thinking.
Namaste.